You're listening to episode 11 of the Brain BS Podcast. Stop worrying about what other people think. Welcome to the Brain BS Podcast, where you will learn how to recognize when the BS detector in your brain is sounding off and how to use that knowledge to get what you want out of life. Now here's your host, certified life coach from the Life Coach School and podcast newbie extraordinaire, Maureen Kafka. Hello and welcome back to the Brain BS Podcast. I am sitting here trying to think about what I should talk about today to open up, like what kind of brain BS is going on with me. And I'm actually in a really good place because I am finishing up my year at the Life Coach School and finishing up the entrepreneur track. And I have really fully come, uh, I don't know how many degrees is it, a full circle, 360. Um, I have totally come 360 degrees into believing in myself. And that is not how it is when you first start. So I thought I would talk about that a little bit today for any of you entrepreneurs out there, or really anybody who's trying to do anything new that you've never done before and you have no idea what you're doing or how it's going to look or, you know, you're learning a bunch of different things. It's very uncomfortable. It's really, really uncomfortable. And sometimes it's actually downright painful. But I am here to tell you today For all you people who are trying to do that, you're amazing just for trying to do it. And it is not supposed to be fun. Not at the beginning. It becomes fun when you start believing in yourself and when you're aligned and you have a purpose and you know what you're, you're, you're like fully, you fully believe. So you can accept failures. You can accept um, people saying bad things about you. You could accept things not going the way you want or people rejecting you and not wanting your services. But it's okay because it it has nothing to do with your self-worth and you know that. But until you actually make that internal transformation, it's really tough. You have to put yourself, you are vulnerable, you put yourself out there, you have good intentions and people could just destroy you. (laughs) <laughs> and it's happened to me before. So um, yeah, so I thought I would just throw that out there because I'm sure there's somebody who's listening that needs words of encouragement. I had no idea what it entails to become an entrepreneur. I honestly don't know if I would have done it if I did know. So I'm so glad I didn't know because it is so much fun. Um, and it kind of goes with what we're talking about today, the subject of worrying about what other people think about us. Right, as you can imagine, you're it, it's pretty hard to have a business and an online business where you're marketing and you're putting out your podcast and you have your blog post and you are worried about what other people think. There because literally how many people are out there? Everybody has a brain. Uh you everybody has a different filter in that brain, different perception of how they're gonna perceive you. And we know circumstances don't cause anybody to feel anything. It's what they think. So that's, that's a pretty big, um, task to try to tackle, to try to please everyone and be so focused, which is why I'm doing this podcast so I can show you why you don't have to be that way. Well, first I'm going to explain why you do worry about what other people think. And then I'm going to show you how you can stop and why it's so important that you do that. 
Okay, so I just re-listened, because you have to re-listen right when you're editing, and I just realized that it's I didn't come 360, because then that would have meant that I believed in myself in the first place. It's actually 180, and I am not starting this whole podcast over because of a math issue or a geometry problem, which was never my favorite thing. So, all right, back to the present and why we worry about what other people think. Okay, so the... First reason why we care or worry about what other people think is from an evolutionary standpoint, and it's related to being a member of the tribe. Back in the day, the tribe had to rely on each other for everything, to get all their food, to protect one another, to stay alive, really. So you couldn't really go off and do your own thing or have your own opinion about stuff because the other cave members really wouldn't have appreciated that. And they might have gotten together and decided that you were no longer a useful member of the tribe, and then you would pretty much be a goner. So there is an evolutionary reason why we worry so much about what other people think. But of course, that's a mentality that is pretty outdated at this point and something we want to definitely examine further. The second reason that we worry so much about what others think, and this is a podcast that is by a woman, made for women, really, not exclusively, but that's my main intent. So I'm going to offer you that we have pretty much been conditioned in our society to think that a woman's point of view is not as important as a man's. In fact, there's so many different ways that men are valued over women that we subconsciously start to believe it and we buy into it. Not only did we not value women as much as men, but we actually didn't think their needs were as important. We were pretty much raised to, well, as moms and as stepmoms, that you should always take care of your children first. That comes first. You, no matter what you have to do, a good mother, a good stepmom, a good woman is going to make sure that she's not selfish and that she takes care of everyone first. As wives, many women have given up their careers to create a loving home so their husbands could go off and be the monetary provider. This was sort of the norm for quite a long time, not so much in the present day, but there's a pretty significant history of it. And then as daughters, we are oftentimes the primary caregiver to our aging parents. We might have dreams and never pursue them because we feel like we have to keep ourselves available in the event that those around us might need this. I did this for a really long time. I when I, I remember when I was turning 50, I was going to have a, a birthday party for myself because I know how to throw a party. And my husband, not so much. Um, (laughs) 50 was a big one, so I was going to make sure it was a good one. And I actually was maybe not going to have it because I wanted to keep myself available in the event that anything happened with my dad. Well, I, my dad lived until I was 53. So that would have been kind of silly for me not to have my party. But it was a real mindset shift for me to actually put my needs first and to make to to actually make that. So I, I, I explain this like as I'm saying this, I'm not sure if I'm really getting the point across. But the reason why you worry about what other people think is usually because you don't think you're good enough or you think that you aren't capable of being as insightful or aware 
or you don't trust your opinion, which this all goes into this whole line of thinking where we make ourselves as women uh, not a priority and we make sure that everybody else is taken care of first. So that kind of brings me to the third reason that we worry about what other people think is because we have not spent any time cultivating a loving relationship with ourselves. We literally don't even think of ourselves most of the time. And if we do, it's as a victim of circumstance. We people please and we try desperately to keep everybody happy at our own expense because we are so worried about letting someone down and what they're going to think about us. It doesn't even occur to us to think about what we want in a productive or intentional way because it makes us too uncomfortable to think we could possibly be a priority. And then after years of habitually and subconsciously making everyone else more important than we are, We do not think that what we have to say is that relevant or important. We don't even realize how much we have given up of our own personal power. Now, so though I know I'm not painting a pretty picture here, but we all know that worrying about other people and what they think causes a great deal of suffering. But now I'm about to tell you something that is just going to blow you away because It's such a waste of time when we do this because we can never, ever possibly know what is going on in somebody's mind and what they think of us. And what they think of us is never going to be based on our behavior. It's always going to be on the way they think about us. Did you get that? You could have the perfect speech. You could have the perfect pitch. You could say the perfect, whatever, I went too far with my (laughs) examples, but you could do things perfectly and there's always going to be someone that has something to say about it. There's always going to be someone that doesn't like it. There's always going to be someone that loves it, but it has nothing to do with you. It's all about what that person is thinking of you and what you did and what you said. Does that make sense? So I'm going to give you um, some examples in my life where I was really worried and debilitated about what other people thought of me. The first example I can give is the first time that I was on social media on Facebook, which was years ago. I started out really enjoying it and thinking it was really fun and being pretty social. I mean, meeting up with people and talking to them in posts like that I hadn't seen in decades. So I thought it was a blast at first. I really enjoyed it. But then I found myself uh, not enjoying it so much and becoming super worried when I got feedback from like, I okay, so I went on vacations, we traveled quite a bit then. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. So I would post pictures because I don't know, That's what I thought you did. That's what everybody else was doing on Facebook. But I was actually um, criticized by someone um, fairly close to me for kind of bragging and boasting that I get to go on vacation as if I put those pictures up there to make them feel bad. Well, that was for, for a woman who's used to putting family's needs before her own. And this is back then. I'm not like this now. But back then, it was everything was family. And it was actually more my uh, family of origin 
than it was my family now because we're a blended family and you know the girls have their mom but it was um a little devastating to think of myself as a kind loving person who was always trying to put everyone else first thinking that was that I was doing it because I was kind and loving but really it was because I didn't want people to say bad things about me or think poorly of me but it was a it was well I left Facebook actually I'm not going to go so far to say as it was devastating, but I will say because I placed more importance on that person's opinion instead of my own, I was no longer comfortable posting things on Facebook. It made me super aware of all the people I might be hurting and I might be offending. So I, I totally went out of my own head, my own self, where all my power is, and I got wrapped up in everybody else's heads on Facebook. And that was just like the beginning of the end. So I really, um, I didn't do it for much longer after that. But then I had to get back into Facebook for my business, because that's how a lot of people in the coaching business do their advertising is on Facebook. So um, it's been quite different this time around. Um, because of all the work that I've done and, and absolutely necessary. There's no way I could be on it. I, I imagine that's why there's so many people who have so many problems on social media. But okay, well, let me um, give you uh, another example. Okay, this is when I started my doctorate program and it was online. And I was absolutely terrified of technology. I've spoken about this before in other podcasts. And I had just gotten a new Mac, never opened it until orientation. And we had to get on there and do all this fancy stuff, which wasn't fancy to anyone else. It was just like, you know, standard procedure, but I was a nervous wreck and I was so afraid of what the teachers were going to think about me and my other classmates. At the time, I couldn't articulate that that's what my concern was. I thought it was just a fear of technology, but the truth is, if I had my own back and I was totally confident and comfortable with myself, then I wouldn't have been worried about what they were thinking of me. And I was very worried. And then every time that you had to do, you know, presentations and you'd have to go on there and go into uh, what was it called? Blackboard and present in there. I was always a nervous wreck. Oh, my gosh. And my teacher would tell me, you are so hard on yourself. You need to just like step back. And but that's the thing. When you are really hard on yourself and you're trying to do things perfectly, that's that's the perfect scenario for worrying too much about what other people think. And the reason why we do is because we don't think anything's good enough. So we can't possibly think that somebody else would think it was good enough. But it was kind of when I would first have to go into those classes, I remember um, my family was just like looking at me like, oh, my God, she's kind of crazy. I was literally a basket case just trying to get into the class because I was terrified the technology wouldn't work and that that somehow was going to make me look like a stupid idiot. That like just horrible, horrible way I treated myself back then. But um but it's, it's giving me a great source of gratitude right now. Actually, I just had a wave of gratitude that I'm no longer that person because I um, made this work a, a priority and literally changed my life and my relationship with myself. 
So happy to report. I don't even get nervous when I come on here to do my podcast. You know, I still get nervous about about some things and I want to do well, but I'm no, I'm not really, I'm really not worried anymore. It's amazing. All right, I'm going to give you one more example. I think I'll make this one related to family because I think that's actually a a big thing is when we worry about uh, what the rest of our family thinks about us as we try to balance our lives and figure out where we fit in in our family of origin, but also where we fit in in our current family. And making that shift in that transformation of going from the past to the present and then having a future focus. So not everybody in my family, obviously, has the same mindset that I do. And not everybody thinks the same way I do or looks at things the same way. So it's a process when you kind of evolve and change as a person. And, you know, you're you're kind of like on your own then. You're, it's like you sort of gave up that tribe mentality of what we all grew up with and how everyone was. And and we all do this to a degree. But sometimes it can be kind of uncomfortable because then we worry about what other people think about us. It might be, you know, we worry our siblings think like we're too big for our britches or we're, um, you know, think we're better than other people, or it could be that we, some of us want to continue to be exactly how we were, and we're worried about what our siblings think about that. Or it could be, you know, worrying about what our mom and dad's going to think if we don't do something that they want us to do. Or if our kids, like say we're um, grandparents and, you know, like the big trend now, it seems like is for grandparents to pretty much move in and (laughs) take over the parenting. Um, And not all grandparents are like that, right? There's some grandparents that are totally into it and they just want to babysit all day long, every single day. But then there's other grandparents, and this is the kind I'm going to be, that has their own fulfilling life and is really busy. Well, that's like, that could be a really sticky situation, right? When you have to tell your family member, yeah, yep, love you, but nope, not babysitting. You're going to have to dish out the money and, and get your, you know, own babysitter. So there, there's a lot of room for where we worry so much about what our other family members think about us. And I want to offer you that if we really love each other in our families, um, and I know, uh, well, I shouldn't say I know for sure, but my, no, I could say for sure my family, uh, both my families, my family of origin and my family now, we all love each other, then we don't really have to worry about what each other thinks. Just because we disappoint one another, maybe, or we do something that's annoying, or we don't like what someone else does, doesn't mean we no longer love them, or we don't want them to be, you know, part of the, the family. It really just means we think differently. Okay, that's all the examples I have for you. I hope I made my point. I just want to review um, what we talked about, and that is that the reasons why we are worried about what other people think. We covered that. It's the tribe mentality sort of thing. It's a woman and her mindset conditioned by society. And the third one is because we never took the time to really get to know ourselves 
and to develop a loving relationship so we don't show up to the world the way we would like to. Once we develop that loving relationship and we're willing to experience the discomfort that comes with making that transformation, then we don't know, we no longer have to worry about what other people think. That's the end of it, my friends. No more worrying. We live the world from our own head, our own heart, and we just, we're on fire and we're unstoppable. I tell you, it is so much more fun to live life this way than it is when we worry about what other people think. Have a great week. See you next episode. If you like what you heard here today, please subscribe to my podcast.